This American Dice presents to you CondoCon 2023. So what the hell is CondoCon? Well, Austin sat down, virtually speaking, with Andy to figure out exactly how it came to be and what the hell it is. Here are some highlights from that interview. And by highlights, I mean most of the thing. It's the whole freaking thing, basically. Here we are with uh, Andy. Andy, do you prefer Andy, Andrew, and Andrew Butler? You, any uh, particular? I like monitor? tell people if you if you have an Andy, I'll be your Andrew. If you have an Andrew, I'll be your Andy. I went to high school with an Andrew, so we were opposites. He hated the word. He hated Andrew, and I hated Andy. Worked out well, but whatever works, we're working. All right. Yeah, we used to, I'll take it. We we used to play actually with a ton of folks all named Andrew. And so we had to have like kind of nicknames for each one. So but give me an Andy. Give you an Andy. I'll uh, be your Condo. Huckle Andy. Andrew or Huckle Andy, you were one of the main kind of coordinators, organizers of CondoCon. Certainly this year it seemed. I don't know if all the with time. Brain, well, yeah, I had to step in. I'm 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 original brainchild, but I had to take a lot of extra duties this year, which was uh it was a little tough, but we made it through. It did well. Well, for folks who aren't familiar with kind of the role playing game convention thing, I've actually never played aside from at CondoCon any kind of I've never oh, played wow. role playing games at a convention. So what's kind of the okay. appeal? Of what's kind of the appeal of going to a convention from like a RPG player or fan kind of standpoint? So I don't know where am I am I allowed to name names? Like can I say the big names of the conventions in the area or are you gonna get sued or anything? I don't think of the three people who listen, okay. it would have to, it would be phenomenal oh, if, if one of them was uh, influential enough to care. So my buddy Troy kind of forced me to game years ago. I think we're at maybe 10 years ago now and I was a little apprehensive but he was he was down and so started gaming and I was hooked immediately and that very first year he had been going to uh Megacon in Orlando and so you know I was down I'd been gaming a couple months with him I was like I'm I'm in 100% let's do this thing so I went with him to Megacon it was super exciting you bought the Megacon ticket and you went and gamed and all the fanfare of what the convention is, which is, you know, I think all of Star Trek was there that year. And there were a couple side things and you had people signing autographs, but we were there to game. And the interesting part of Megacon at that point in time was uh, the gaming room was outside of the convention. You didn't have to buy a ticket to Megacon to actually game because it was before you went through the turnstiles essentially. I was like, well, why, why are we doing this? But you know, it was part of the deal. So you bought the Megcon ticket and I went from, we went a couple years in a row and it was fun. Uh, you got to play new games. We, our group played pretty much D and D and that's all you knew is D and D. That's all I knew. Cause I just started gaming at that point in time. So all I knew was D and D and it was fun, but you're in a group with somebody who's min-maxing, and everybody knows all of D&D in and out. So somebody in the group knows what the creature is, even though your character doesn't know. And so there's no mystery. So we started doing the con games, and then you would play the Cthulhu games. You would play 
um, all the weird party games where nobody knows what's going on. It was fun. It was a blast. It was interesting. But then after a couple years, Megacon was bought by a mega corporation. They were bought by, I, I can't remember the name, but it's, it's a, I think it was a Canadian convention company. I didn't know this was a thing that there were convention companies that bought and sucked up little conventions and turned them into mega conventions. So overnight, Megacon turned into, they doubled the prices and then they threw all this garbage out. So you would show up and instead of Lou Ferrigno signing autographs, it was like any 80s star who had a pop show or a pop song. It has nothing to do with conventions. It has nothing to do with comics. It was like whatever they could fit in there was Megacon. Megacon turned into something totally different, right? And so we were paying double the price and we were going to Megacon and you would show up to Megacon and then the gaming room was a big giant ballroom with a bunch of seats, a bunch of circle uh, tables and chairs and about 85 to 90% of it was Pathfinder slash D&D. Probably 80% Pathfinder, 10% D&D and then you would have these little independent games which is what we really enjoyed because we did nothing but Pathfinder slash D&D. So you would have uh, Fiasco, you would have uh, Dread, you would have um, just all these fun little Cthulhu games and things. And we would go and it was the people that we have. Brett would be there running a game and Jared would be there running game and yours truly, David J, would be there running a game. And that's all we would sign up for. And as this new con bought over, they were phasing us out. It was just Pathfinder. There were times they would kick us all out and say, well, if you're not Pathfinder and you're not doing this um, giant dungeon crawl, you know, siege, you guys got to go find a room down the hall to play your little game. Meanwhile, we're just playing these fun games, right? So after about two or three years of Megacon, where they, again, they double prices and they started... It was really weird because we would show up on Thursday and we'd game Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but then they would start, they set up all these checkpoint Charlies you couldn't get in. And so we had to like text the people in charge of the gaming to come down and like get us in. It was like a whole hassle. So I came up with a joke one year. I was like, well, we had a really good condo. It was a beautiful, like, it was one of those condos where you rent it with your buddies and you're like, I don't think I'm going to go home to my family again. I want to start a new life. I want to live here. And it, the condo overlooked the convention center in Orlando. And the joke was like, hey, guys, we should just talk to everybody we game with because we would just show up and game with the same five people every year. I was like, let's tell them. Let's go game back at the condo if, you know, MegaCon sucks. So we gamed one last year and we came back next year. And we made the first shirts. I think it was 2018 year. We had these, they had the Megacon green or the condo con green shirts. And we showed up and we had talked to Brett and some of these people and we're like, well, cause they were kicking us out early. They were shutting down because normally the con, the gaming sessions would go to 11 or 12, but they're like, you got to leave at nine. And we're like, well, yeah, we don't want to go to the con floor. We just want to game and have fun with the buddies. And um, 
So we talked to Brett and I'm like, hey, you want to come back? We'll con at the we'll we'll game at the the condo. So we game to the condo, and that was kind of our first condo con year, but it wasn't official because we were still going to MegaCon. And that was a year that we kind of talked to people like, hey, what about next year? We say screw MegaCon and Pathfinder. And if we find a place and we can all split it, we don't have to pay a con price. We're just paying for a hotel. Let's all hang out and game together. And that was kind of like 2019. It was the true birth of CondoCon where we all just kind of met up. Everybody said, yeah, that sounds cool. Let's do it. Um, DJ was the one that kind of put everything on his credit card and like a hope and a prayer. Like, I hope these guys are for real and they're going to show up and pay me. If not, it's going to be the five of us spent splitting this, uh, $1,500 condo thing. And that first year we had like eight or 10 people show up and it's been going strong ever since. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. I've, I've only, I've been to MegaCon only one time. And uh, I didn't do any gaming. And I remember uh, David running some stuff there. And always, oh, he's to, like, always the best. And, and wanting to come out and support what he was doing and come out and just play. And um, the, the kind of pain in the ass of it of, okay, buy a ticket, go to this thing. Right. And that then was, park, get a hotel or park and pay to park and fight your way in there. And the crazy yeah. thing was, we would all go, all these random people from Orlando, from Tampa, from Naples, they would show up. And if you didn't want to play Pathfinder, you all found yourselves at the same table. And you're like, well, we're all driving across the country. We're paying a premium, an extra hundred bucks, and we're parking, and we're paying for parking, and we're fighting to get in here. Let's just all get together and do this on our own. Screw, you know, forget like Conicon's fun, people watching is fun, going to the floor is fun, but you know, they're not supporting us. They doubled in price and they're kind of phasing us out. Let's all get together and do our thing. Cause we would meet with Dave and David was a highlight to meet with David and play some of those wacky games he set up, or to have him in a game was always like that was one of the people we got his email, like we gotta make sure we sign up for Dave's game. Cause it's going to be awesome. Yeah. What, what, um, now that, cause this is the third or fourth one that I've gone to, I think, um, uh, condo con that is. And right. I went, I went right before the pandemic, I think. And then I think you guys have okay. done, yes. have you done, have we done two or three since then? I think two. Cause we did 2019. 2020, then 2021 would have been pandemic. 2022 happened, and then 2023 was we just we just made it. We survived. We did the deal. Okay. So I think we're on. This is like five. We have five official years and one fake T-shirt year at MegaCon. <laughs> okay, so maybe I just missed the first one then. Um, I think you but- did. It was, but I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've had a really good time. Those houses are always hilarious. Those like, uh, oh my hey, God. Your, your, your big family is staying at Disney world or going to Disney world, yeah. get this condo. There's 13 bedrooms or something it, like that. It's 46, but parking, mm-hmm. 
only fits two cars. Right. Yeah. It's like like we assume that you have a van full of like sixteen kids. Um, We're pretty sure your family's parachuting in for this deal. Yeah. So there's one of those church buses is dropping you off. Um, no, it it has been it's been so amazing, and this year was stressful for me because usually you know DJ takes care of you know the the billing department and so i kind of put a lot of it together this year and uh a lot of people helped out and so much stuff came together it was fantastic it was i think we had one of our biggest turnouts we were up over 14 people and it's really tough because you know you get you have two good gaming spaces but once you get over like one dm and five players that's 10 people then you're looking at a third table, that other room, a lot of echo, but then you got to shift some things. So, I mean, it's 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 a stressful time when the goal is for everybody to have a great time, you know. It and and it is it it is a lot of fun. Um, speaking of that, what would you say is probably one of like the highlights? What's something that like you remember that like really sticks out to you or stands out to you? So, well. Obviously, last year when we had an entire batch bachelorette party with twenty some girls uh, next door, that was a unique situation. I, you, I believe you were there for that. Um, if your listeners are real listeners, two years ago we did that the nipple man a game. The hills have the nipples. Nipple yes, the nipple. The and nipple, I want man. Good God, we were what. I think we were two out because we had we had a gentleman upstairs that didn't want to abort. He had a whole lot going on, so we gamed uh, on the back porch, and we were two hours into that game, and everyone was doing voices, and so many things were said, and then we all realized that there was an entire family sitting next door on their patio in dark silence just trying to understand and extrapolate what was going on on our porch. And I was deep into nipple man. The nipple man. We were deep into that. And that whole family, we're like, there's a fan. Oh, my God. Those people, they were over there. They had been listening the whole time. They're going to be like, all the things that you hear about Florida is true, except you hear about the nipple stuff. No, we had one year. We had one year where they gave us the wrong address. and. DJ kind of broke into a house two, two blocks down from the condo. And w- when we heard the maid coming downstairs, we ran and we went to the right address, but he had been ghosted by the Airbnb people. So we didn't have a code to get in. And somehow he had jimmied something in the garage and the whole weekend was, well, we paid for this place. We don't have a code. So don't lock the front door. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, there was so there's so many every year. There's a story. We keep a notebook where you write down all the weird stuff that happens and what people say. Uh, Oh, uh, there was a year where there was a serious medical episode and we had to take one of the people to uh, the emergency room for six hours. And that was a LARP unto its own. The nurse had told us all about how she 3D prints her unicorn hooves and horns and goes to certain dress-ups. And, oh, it was it was one of a kind. No, there's never a dull moment 
at a condo con. It is, it is the meeting of the minds. It is beautiful storytelling. People laugh till they pee or puke, whatever it is. It's always good. Nice. Well, I've, I've enjoyed all of my times, whatever it is for that I've come. Yeah, we enjoy having you. It's always good. It's, it's a, it's a good time. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be, my, my, my goal is to have this as part of like an intro to one of the games or an outro to one of the games that uh, came out of the most recent one. So I hope so. Cause all the dozen people go, it's always like the buzz. Like, oh, there's a, there's a Conicon episode. Oh my God, you got to listen. There's the episodes are up. Well, our, our, fear <laughs> is, our fear is always that like the sound quality is so terrible. Uh, and, and it's been fine. But our, my fear is always that the sound quality is ter- so yeah. terrible that everybody's like, what the hell is even happening in this room? I don't know about your listeners, but to us, to listen to one of your episodes and hear the other group and know their game either downstairs or upstairs is such a magical moment because you'll be listening to something and you'll hear somebody's voice oh, just yeah. blast through. And okay. you, you know what's happening. It's like the downstairs area is all tile. And the upstairs area right. is all carpet. So the upstairs area absorbs the sound better. And meanwhile, the downstairs area is just oh. basically vents all the sound from downstairs straight up to us. And so when we're I mean, no upstairs, it's spoiler alert, spoiler alerts, but I was involved in a game because somebody had some food poisoning on the last day and if you listen closely to one of the superhero episodes, you will hear some solid retching into a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dave, you should probably turn that off. He's like, no, it's fine. Like, mm, we can take a break. <laughs> the, the patented This American Dice commitment to sound quality. Yeah. No, oh, it's fine beautiful. if the dog is barking and someone's throwing up. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So I wish I, I, I'm up. I'm sad for you that you didn't go to any of the MegaCon games because some of Dave's games, they were they were top notch. They were, he was in awkward moments, mm-hmm. and there were awkward people, and there was there was no getting away from it. I I remember, uh, you guys describing that because I guess at a lot of these games you you encounter people that you don't you don't know necessarily or you don't That's know well or you. Um, and so I remember there was a story of someone who every single time their character always was like, and then my clothes rip off. I know who you're talking about. And we've tried to invite that person because <laughs> for sound bite, for pound for pound one liners, I, I, I could fill a book for you that we could publish <laughs> tomorrow. And it's beautiful. If you were to meet this person, Oh, good God. Um, to sit down, and that's the one thing we miss about MegaCon, which is we have not every year, but in recent years, we've gone just to people watch because people watching is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's it is. That, that, I have I have done that, even though I've only gone like oh. onto the floor the one time. I've gone just and to, wandered around to see people's oh. cosplay stuff. To go to MegaCon and sit down at a table with a group of strangers, and you know in your head, this is going to get weird. Let's see where they take it. And then you see people that you would not expect for a moment, just up you and go 10 notches above your weird meter. 
<laughs> it, it's one of a kind. We sat down. We sat down uh, for two games in a row with a gentleman that I would put money down that he was William H Macy. He looked like William H Macy, and he sat down straight lace, and he even looked like an old dad dressed up. Like he just looked the part. And one of our one of the people at the table kind of gave him the gamut of like, I'm gonna t- turn this teenage role playing game into sexual role play, and he just drove it in home and it got so creepy and awkward that it just made everything worthwhile. And you know how that is. You know I, I that love is. that. I love that. Of like, it was creepy and awkward and weird. It that was, was fantastic. I love but it. then you look at the guy that tried to make it creepy and awkward and like this guy outdid you. And this is William H. Macy. That's all <laughs> you know about. It. <laughs> nice. Well, cool. No, man. Well, it's, it's, it's such a blast. We look forward to every year. We start planning in like October, November, and it's just, it's so good. It's so good to see you guys, to meet. You guys set up the equipment, and, and everybody starts looking at themselves kind of funny, not knowing what they should do or say, and the, it's just so great. It's It's been a lot of fun, but yeah. I'm glad you guys make it out. Um, I, I don't know when uh, Dave's David's going to bring you guys need to bring lady friends because they're probably going to get weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his uh... or you have a gaming crew that you should bring out and uh, introduce. Uh, We we honestly should try to drag some people out. Yeah, bring a bring a folk or two. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate you uh, giving me some of the history, some of the background on that stuff. I appreciate it. No, we love it. The goal, the original goal. You know, when we started, it was like, let's get it big. And every year it, we had a, 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 a mathematical problem situated where every year you come and then you're vetted so you can bring in an extra person and we're going to exponentially make this bigger. But then you realize the reality of like, well, we're all locking the door and sleeping together at night. So we don't want too, <laughs> too yeah. many strangers. So let's keep it kind of nice and quaint. And it's been good. Yeah. People brought friends. People have shown up for the day or the afternoon. And it's everybody's cool. It, we, you kind of set it up where it's like, if you can run a game or two, that's really, you know, that's what makes the thing tick. Because if nobody wants to show up and run a game, it really doesn't work. But I can't pay you to run a game. You know, right. like we're all kind of on an honor system here. And bring a roll of toilet paper too, because that helps, because they never give you extra of that. thank you very much to andrew butler and get ready folks because the next bunch of weeks we're gonna have condocon episodes that we recorded live at condocon 2023 in kissimmee florida who's andrew well i'll tell you one thing you can find andrew's work as a novelist on amazon he wrote the book a tale of two earths a science fiction survival horror adventure so check that out and check out our episodes from Condocon here on this American Day. That's my drying that sound in the background.